Welcome to this Take 5 podcast from Fortinet. You give us a few minutes and we'll provide five cybersecurity insights based on current trends affecting today's technology leaders. This podcast series taps into the experience of the Fortinet Field CISO team, focusing on predictive analytics, AI, and machine learning. I'm your host, Jim Richburg, Fortinet's Field CISO for the public sector and Vice President of Information Security. And today, we're talking with my colleague, Ricardo Ferreira, um, the EMEA Field CISO, one of them, and he's talking about predictive analytics, that AI and machine learning in operational technology, OT manufacturing. Welcome. Hi, Jim. Thanks for the opportunity. Well, you know, I always enjoy talking to my colleagues, and you've got a different regional and vertical focus than we do. So let's dive right in. What are the potential risks associated with using AI and ML in OT manufacturing? It's a very good question, Jim. As you know, AI ML has been exploding in usage and also a bit on hype. Everybody's talking about it. But I would say that the biggest risk is in the vulnerability to sophisticated cyber attacks. As organizations use more AI and ML in manufacturing, the attack surface for potential hackers is also increasing. So much that, for example, MITRE has actually adapted their traditional attack framework to something called ATLAS. So ATLAS means the, uh, the virtual threat landscape for artificial intelligence systems, right? And now they did the same which they did for the um, attack framework in order also to provide the, the, the kill chain for machine learning and also to provide some uh, mitigations for it. So to your point, I would say that a malicious actor could potentially manipulate AI models on the training data and that would lead to results that are not what they should be. They could also disrupt the production but more importantly, compromise the safety. Also, if we talk about, for example, integration of legacy systems with AI and ML technology, it can also pose a challenges, right? And also bring new vulnerabilities within those integration points. It's also worth noting that AI models can sometimes be black boxes, producing decisions that are hard to explain, and that also leaves room for unexpected vulnerabilities. And that's why there's this big buzz also about AI transparency or explainable AI as well. Sure. Yeah, you, you've talked about the, you know data poisoning, uh, you know, which is part of the risk that you get with black boxes that someone could intentionally try to try to contaminate the data and cause your own drift and accuracy. I, you know, I remember the days when we used to talk about one of the cybersecurity protections for OT was security through obscurity that because of the lifespan of the things that were being used up to 30 years, they, and there was probably no one around towards the end of that lifespan who knew how it worked. But I you know, I suspect AI and ML used by the adversary is actually helping adversaries find things that even the designers of these components didn't think of. Yeah, I agree with you, Jim. And that's why we have seen, for example, fuzzing which has been traditionally using um, in, in systems, also now being applied as well, where it basically means that um, when we are trying to defend, we are using those systems in order to try to generate inputs to those black boxes to see how they behave and if they 
they can create like a corruption. So, yeah. Sure, sure. Okay, well, well, let's move on. How can AI and ML help OT manufacturing industries ensure the accuracy and the reliability of AI-based cybersecurity solutions? I mean, clearly this isn't something that only the malicious actors uh, can take advantage of, right? Oh, no, 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 not at all, Jim. Uh, and actually from... Um... A regulatory perspective here in Europe, you you are seeing a lot of buzz in that resilience, and the European Union has launched the Data Act, but more recently the AI Act, which one of the points is actually try to make sure that those AI solutions are actually categorized based on their on their risk, right? But to answer your question, uh, as those algorithms actually learn from past data in order to detect patterns and anomalies which makes them incredibly efficiency because it's classification and continually feeding these algorithms new data and adjusting them as the OT environment changes, we can make sure that they stay effective. And that's why there's that requirement of retraining and then training, but using a subset of that data into the retraining uh, aspect of it in order to actually make it effective. But I would say also incorporate human supervision, often referred as the human in the loop, is also key to validate and verify AI-driven insights. Because I really believe in augmentation, and we should not just rely on AI, there should also be a human on the loop as well. So, Ardu, if I, if I hear you correctly, you're saying that a robust AI ML solution would actually use all three kinds of, of uh, machine learning. You know, that it uses the unstructured, the supervised, and then that reinforcement learning where the human in the loop comes back and says, this was wrong. And then that you you train you train with that kind of curated data as well. I mean, is that oh, right? Definitely, Jim. Oh, because if we look at degenerative AI, which is just taking the landscape by surprise, right? You actually notice that the way that they became so good was actually leaning on humans to curate and label that data. So you, you've already mentioned the R word, regulation, and of, of course Europe's got, uh, you know, in many cases, leads the globe in, in setting uh, regulatory regimes. So how can AI and ML help OT manufacturing environments comply with cybersecurity regulations and standards? In my opinion, AI and ML can help automate the process of compliance and monitoring by keeping track of all processes, changes, and, and um, access attempts in the OT environment. Because once you automate all of those compliance and those changes, actually by making sure that the AI is in the loop, it can actually make sure that it can quickly alert teams based on potential non-compliance issues, right? Moreover, AI can actually help in that continuous risk assessment which organizations are striving for. Because one thing is just doing your risk assessment once in a while. Another thing is actually having that continuous risk assessment that is actually taking into consideration all risk uh, posture, making sure that it gives you a score that is at least in real or at least near real time. Sure. So that would be a key part of many security standards. And as you know, automation and AML will actually allow the organizations to continuously validate their environment and provide that compliance reports to the regulators. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, can be uh, can be a labor saving as well as enable you to be more secure. So you know, as a Carter, you and I spend a lot of time talking to our peers in industry. So, what do you advise CISOs in the manufacturing sector to do as they seek to leverage the use of AI and ML in their I think, first of all, is always aligning the AIML initiatives with the overall business and security strategies, right? Uh, if you're aligning that into your business strategy and making sure that the risk is covered, then it's fine. But we also should be a bit pragmatic and understand that AI and ML are not going to be a silver bullet and should be used as a tool to actually enhance the existing security measures, not replacing them, right? Secondly, like we just previously discussed, remembering the importance of data quality. Garbage in, garbage out, Jim, right? Yeah. So making sure that those AI algorithms are only as good as the data they are trained on, and we are consciously thinking about it. So making sure that we are collecting and using high-quality, relevant data. And finally, never underestimate the importance of human oversight. Technology can help us spot patterns and anomalies, but it takes a human to understand the context and make final decisions. You know, I, I, a few years ago when AI and ML was not at this point in the hype curve, when I, I talked to a, a peer of mine at one of the big Valley firms that was doing a lot with search engine technology, and he said he could tell you 300 ways to fail to use Good. AI and ML. Uh, but most of them came down to not scoping the problem throwing it in and saying, I want some of that AI ML to solve this problem and not and not really framing the problem in terms where this could be a useful solution. So I, mean, I think, yeah, helping helping your peer understand how they can customize and, and make the problem where this is something forceful. Exactly, Jim. And one thing that we also have seen, especially in the CISO community, is making sure that they have like this QRN, um, meaning quantitative risk network, which actually shows the linkage between the risk categories, right? And the enterprise functions. Because once again, you actually need to make sure that the risk is also measured as part of the business problem as well. So you and I, of course, are coordinate people. And, you know, the, the security fabric is our cybersecurity mesh architecture, our unifying platform. So what do you see in the OT uh, sector as the value of a cybersecurity platform when it comes to using AI and Definitely, Jim. And I think that's one thing that I really believe in, which is the platform, right? Having a comprehensive security, cybersecurity platform in order to provide a unified view of the entire landscape, in this case, the OT environment, because sometimes we jump into the novel threats, but for example, one key aspect that sometimes is missing is that asset management, that asset inventorization, right? So having that platform that makes it easier to manage, detect, and respond to threat, right? But then when coupled with AI and ML, that platform can analyze vast amount of data in real time. It will allow organizations to actually detect anomalies faster and automated response actions because we want to go forward for an automated perspective. From a cybersecurity, what this means is that it n- does not only improve security, but it also allows a security team to 
to focus on more strategic tasks. Yeah. As you'll know, Jim, a lot of the security teams, they have their hands full trying to sift a lot of data and trying to understand what is strategic, what isn't. So actually having this platform will allow them to actually focus on the more strategic tasks. Right. So a platform like the one provided by Fortinet can offer zero trust security, which ensures all users, devices, and network flows are authenticated and authorized, an essential component in today's complex OT environments. Mm -hmm. But remember, the goal isn't to replace humans in the loop, but to equip them with the best tools to make informed decisions and actions. AI MML is an incredibly powerful tool in our cybersecurity toolkits, and like all tools, it must be used wisely and appropriately. One team that actually... Go on, Jim. No, no, go on. No, one thing that actually we have been doing for the past 10 years is having this cybersecurity platform, which Gartner also validated with the CSMA, the Cybersecurity Mesh. But we all know that at the core, we have been using the FortiGarv Lab Strat Intelligence, and they process more than billion events of daily uh, threat events daily, and that also enriches our platform as well. Yeah. I mean, just because it is, we're at the point in the hype curve where everyone is focused now on the open generative AI doesn't mean that cybersecurity industry, to your point, hasn't been doing it for a long time. Frankly, we couldn't do what we do on a platform without AI and ML. So this has been a great discussion. I mean, we really appreciate your insights and I'm sure the audience as well. So uh, thank you to you and to the audience for joining us for this episode of Take 5. For more information about OT manufacturing, visit our website, www.fortinet.com slash manufacturing. The Take 5 podcast series is brought to you by Fortinet, securing your digital acceleration with the performance and scale needed to detect and prevent threats across an organization's entire infrastructure, including networks, endpoints, and clouds. <laughs>